This is CJSF 90.1 FM Burnaby, the campus community radio station of Simon Fraser University. We stream online at cjsf.ca. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter and listen to podcasts of CJSF programs on SoundCloud at soundcloud.com slash cjsfradio. Welcome to Essential Conversations. I'm your host, Rebecca Mears, with my co-host, Luca Halex. And this show is brought to you courtesy of the past, because we are recording it in advance for you, as Luca is about to go off gallivanting again up north this time, up to the Yukon, right? Right, to Whitehorse. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so while you're listening to us today, uh, Luca is merrily meeting people and having readings, etc. up north, and I don't know what I'm doing yet because I haven't decided. It hasn't unfolded that far yet. <laughs> yes, we haven't yeah. got there. Um, but we've chosen a topic for today, uh, although before we do dive into it, I'd like to acknowledge that we are uh, broadcasting this live from, well, it's not live, pre-recorded, uh, but it's broadcasting from the uh, Burnaby Mountain, where SFU is, and that is the unceded ancestral territory of the Coquitlam, the Musqueam, the Tsleil-Waututh, and the Squamish peoples. And Luca and I um, seek to regularly remember our identity as settlers and orient ourselves along those lines to remember that the people of the land have been here for so long and that they are the ones who are the true stewards of the land and that whose voices and experiences of this land have a primary place in our society. Today we thought we'd actually Luca you picked the topic so I'm going to let you go ahead and give a quick introduction about that. Well um, one of our former guests on the show Rena Little um, posted something on Facebook today that she said she got um I think it came from a coffee community grounds coffee and meeting house. So I guess I guess they posted it right. originally, um, and it's called Nine Types of Rest, oh. and it and it outlines all the different kinds of rest that we should or could partake right. of. Right. Um, and it just it hit me that it's how important it is that we rest. Yeah. And it's I was thinking about it in terms of um, a meal that a, a lot of chefs would say, and my mother quotes this to me all the time, that there should be a place on the plate full of food where your tongue can rest. So in other <laughs> words, if you have spicy food, there needs to be one thing on the plate, at least, that isn't spicy. Yes. And I think it's um, artists um, talk about negative space. Um, in other words, the space where things aren't right um, when you're creating art. And I and I was thinking about how uh, in my in my yoga practice that I need especially need in my life the kind of practice like Yin Yoga or restorative yoga where I am allowing my body to let go and reestablish its um, sort of calm baseline. Right. And that 
if I ask myself to engage before I have let go, before my body, my system knows that it's allowed to let go, right. that it will be given a place to let go and to recharge and to reset, mm -hmm. it won't engage. Right. It, it, it engages with, with caution because mm. it's saying, no, no, I have to conserve resources because I don't know when my next place is going to be where I'm going to be allowed to recharge. Yeah. And, and I think that we live in such a, a fast-paced world right now with so many things going on, so much stimulus coming at us so quickly that it becomes even more important to have those spaces built into our lives and protected where we get to uh, rest in whatever form that takes for us, right? Mm -hmm. so, so for some people, resting is sort of in motion. They need to... They need to be walking or they need to be doing something. So I know people who knit to rest because that's that's a, a letting go thing for mm -hmm. them. And they're happy when their hands are occupied. Right. Um, for me, knitting turns me into a, a knot <laughs> in lots of different ways, right? I end up all scrunched up. My shoulders are up around my ears. That's not relaxing for me, right? But... Um, reading a good book might be, or or daydreaming. Um, and for some people, daydreaming is just a complete waste of time, so they, they don't want to do that. Um, you know, you, you go off to a park and you sit on a rock out that has ocean on three sides and the wind blows, and right. you, can, you can recharge your batteries, but, but it's different. It's different for everyone. Everybody is different. So when I was looking at this at this list on here, it says... Um, one is time away. So sometimes, like, and time away could be physical. It could be going to a different place, but it could also be, um, you know, not in your office or not in the center of your home. Mm -hmm. uh, so away from how, away from what. Yeah. But But time away. Two is permission to not be helpful. I mean, for women, that is, because of the way we're socialized, that is so critical. Yeah. And for men, too, if they, if they were, especially if they work in a helping profession, mm -hmm. where their, their job is helping, their, part of their nature is to help, then not helping, being able to, to say, I'm not helping, I'm not on right now. Oh, man, it's, I don't even know what that's like. I mean, in, in, I don't especially even know what in a family, like. right? I mean, for many people in their family, they're the go-to person. And you were you were dealing with that today. Yeah. Being at the center <laughs> of, of what do you call it? Help mom. Yeah, help mom. Yes, exactly. Yes. And I read um, it the first time and I thought, help mom. And I thought, well, mom, mom needs help right now. Yeah. Right? Because <laughs> uh, there wasn't a comma in there. <laughs> right, right. I forgot the comma. <laughs> Very important comma. And I thought, oh, no, she doesn't mean it that way. But, so, but still. Well, and that really is getting to the the burden of emotional labor. Yeah. So the constant yeah. um, train of thoughts yeah. uh, that you have to remember to remember. Because if you don't remember to remember it, nobody yeah. else is going to. And yeah. it will therefore not happen yeah. when it's meant yeah. to happen. And whatever may, it may is. may create what, whatever kind of train of things, you know, yeah. chain and train of things yeah. that happen as a result. And sometimes that's a story we feed ourselves, right? The world will come to an end if we don't do what everybody expects us to do. But, but even considering it 
I think is is a key. Mm-hmm. So, and yep. we can come back to any of these, but um, so two was permission not to be helpful. Three is something unproductive. Mm-hmm. So, um, so I was just mentioning that, and I mean even knitting, it like some someone I know was was knitting uh, dishcloths, so just squares. Yeah, because because it's just something repetitive to do. Yeah, chopping wood is like that. I mean, it's useful, but it doesn't have to be. It's a, it's right. a Zen kind yeah. of useful, right? Um, so unproductive, it said here. Four is connection to art and nature. So you were doing that yesterday, yeah. the park yesterday. Um, five is solitude to recharge. Uh, six is a break from responsibility. Again, the mom in me says, yes, yeah. please. Yes. <laughs> um, seven is stillness to decompress. Yeah. So res- that's what restorative yoga is mm-hmm. for me. Um, seven is, uh, so that was just stillness to decompress. Eight was um, a safe space. I mean, it's no good being still if you're on high alert all the time. So I'm thinking right. about people who don't have a home. Yeah, yeah. They or, don't, they or don't people who that. are dealing with um, racism or classism or yeah. anything which, where they're under attack yeah constantly whichever yeah. way they yeah. turn yeah. yeah so and you know people living on the street who just yeah. don't have a roof over their head yeah. so they have to be on guard all the time yeah uh, and nine is alone time at home which seems to actually incorporate a whole bunch of these other ones yeah it's got it's got to be the inherent i think a lot of these space, can overlap stillness solitude to recharge yeah yeah yeah. Um, permission not to be helpful. Yeah. Oh my gosh, so many of these stand out so yeah. much. I was yeah. thinking the other day about how we live in a in a culture that somebody even said this um, the other day that where busyness is rewarded, that productivity and uh, busyness. productivity yeah. and busyness and and reaching goals and producing something. Um, we think you're a better, more worthwhile person if you have accomplished more by the end of your life. Um, And I think that to some extent, I'm not saying that's bad. I'm just saying that we sort for it. Yeah, and I mean, the idea of, you know, produced more by the end of your life, because really, what do we get to point to, even when we are being busy, and we are being productive, I'm using air quotes here, because... At the end of your life, most of what we've produced is not ours, especially if we're working for another company. It's yeah. not like we can look yeah. point to something and say, I did all of that. Whereas somebody who does makes things with their hands, perhaps so, they have something more concrete. This, is, this has been something I've noticed because I don't tend to work with concrete things. I work mm-hmm. with brains and, and self-development. And ideas and feelings. Yeah. And, yeah. So, oh, man. Yeah, um, I'd like to pop in with, so so this, this weekend I had come back from some um, very important family responsibilities, the passing of my grandmother and the support of all the family members, and had a lot of traveling in a very short period of time, and uh, my partner's back went out, and so I had to come back and help out with things early because of that. And I found that by yesterday, I'd had a couple of days in which I should have been able to do some recuperation, I had have long sleeps. Um, yes, I had responsibilities around the house, but there wasn't a lot of pressure. But yesterday morning, 
even after another long sleep, I was feeling so utterly exhausted, even after waking up. And something in my core told me that this was not about sleep anymore. And I noticed there is no sleep on this list. No, it's interesting, isn't it? Isn't it? Because rest is different than sleep. Mm -hmm. So I was full up on sleep. Not that my body, mm -hmm. I mean, I was interpreting it as like, I mean, I really could have just gone back to bed and probably yep. slept more. Yep. But it wasn't more sleep that that my body and my brain needed. I needed rest. Mm -hmm. And intuitively, even though I was exhausted and didn't feel like I was physically necessarily up for it, I needed to take myself out to the place that I know recharges mm -hmm. all of the batteries, all components of my spirit. So that was what I did. And that's what you're referring to. Mm -hmm. So I have a special spot out in Lighthouse Park that I go to and I can sit my bum on the rock underneath the trees, these gnarly, tenacious trees that have grown mm -hmm. in the face of all the buffeting of nature and waves, etc. And eagles flying around. And I sat there for several hours. And it was funny because I felt myself being really antsy. Because I didn't... Normally when I go there and I need to recharge, it's also because I'm wrestling with something. Yes. I wasn't wrestling with anything yesterday. And so I nope. didn't have this external... Didn't have a purpose. Yeah. I, I, normally I'll come and I'll have to write it all out. But then I need to listen to the messages that I get from the nature around me. And it wasn't quite the same. Mm -hmm. And I kept feeling like, okay, I could go, okay, I could go. But I, and then I realized, no, that's the get be productive again, Rebecca, part of me. And so I you've kept, had your time now, so now get back to it. Yeah. And I kept saying no and choosing to just stay. And I did need to stay. And I do know that there is an internal bing when I, when I, had it's enough. Like, you're done now. We can take you out of the oven. Yeah. Yeah. It really, it is very yeah. much like that. Yeah. So that was, I'm looking at these nine types of rest. So that was a bit of time away. Mm. It was not in my home where the responsibilities are. I had solitude to recharge. Um, I did have a break from responsibility. I turned my phone off. So I was not engaging. It was safe space. Um, I had stillness. So a lot of, I think a lot of these things tend to roll into each other. It's it's a little rare to have them just touch on one of them, but boy, do they help by being explicit in where do you look to find them. Well, I was thinking about when you drive a gear shift car, well, old cars shift gears, but, mm -hmm. but a manual shift. You can't just go from fifth gear into first. You'll grind all the gears. Mm. You don't just slam into first. You shift down. Yeah. And I don't think that we can take ourselves from our mile-a-minute lives and slam into nothing. Right. And just expect ourselves to let go. Yeah. And when, when we lie down to go into a, a restorative pose in yoga, you, you get all twitchy. <laughs> and we know it's a thing, right? And it's like, oh, yeah, here I go. Like your nose itches. You you want to you want to rearrange yourself. That you you got it, like every, you, everything everything's itchy because your your body is letting go of that la of those last vestiges of tension and awareness of and all that. And doing you, and, yeah, and you lie there you lie there for a little bit and you go you follow your breath and then you you find yourself you know holding your breath or or doing something weird and then you you could bring yourself back to your breath again and you come back to your breath again and then you find yourself kind of just floating you, and you think oh where would i go mm -hmm. i went somewhere else <laughs> and that's when you know 
that you're in it and you and you go into it for a while and then then it's like there's a little hiccup and you're back to awareness again and you might drop back in again or you might be done that might be your ting that you're done mm-hmm. uh but it it's, doesn't work well to have a clock and and have an alarm go off cuz you did jangle right. yourself again right yeah yeah. But it's so interesting that when we finally give ourselves the time and space to do this, we get what I call twitchy. Yeah. It's a uh, and and I I think that when you have a regular time and place to do it all the time and when I teach about listening to your intuition, I say to people make an appointment with yourself every day. Mm-hmm. The same time if you possibly can for the same amount of time if you possibly can. Even, even you might extend it from that, but a, a minimum amount of time where you just show up. I mean, in yoga, they call it showing up on the mat. You, like, I, I have arrived. What I right. do from here, I don't know yet, yeah. but I've arrived. Yeah. Because when we have that, the body says, ah, I know what to do with this. Right. The psyche says, I mean, we're talking about rest, but it's... You know, our our thoughts go a mile a minute. Our bodies go a mile a minute, right? Like, well, mm-hmm. e- even prayer is busy. Mm-hmm. It so so we're we're taking all the aspects of ourselves and saying, okay, you you, you get a pause. Mm-hmm. I think too. I'm thinking about how we use we use rest we use like vacation a lot of these types of rests we use them um as like a leverage to be more productive you know what i'm talking about and there's something inside out about that that's unhelpful yeah yeah yeah. because there's been a lot of studies that have been coming out over the last few years about how this is the this is the integration period like it is actually still active mm-hmm. we just don't measure it right. we don't see it and yeah do you, oh i'm trying to find the words for what i'm what i'm seeing here it's it is dishonoring of the activeness on a different level that rest is mm. when we look at it as an absence of productivity that's designed to actually just increase more productivity. It's yes. like, I'm going to yeah. let you... Mm-hmm. Is, are you having like a nice a little rest over there? It's a there? trade. Yeah. Yes, right? exactly. It's a tra- it becomes Rather a transaction. Than, I'll pay you this in order to get this back. Yeah. Rather than, this comes as a whole. And so, the rest is not the... the um, the luxury side benefit that somebody's giving you. That they're, you know... Sometimes still doing it with like the, like the special secret gift, the, the special gift to get you to sign up for something else. Hey, we're mm-hmm. going to give you this much vacation so that you can come and make this much productivity yeah. instead of, you know what? Uh, if we want to have you fully engaged and to get your best, this is what it looks like this much time on, this much time off, because yeah. that's just the package. Yeah. This and that, that makes you a healthy human being. Yeah. Period. Yeah. I guess I think I'm... Makes just, us happier. I think really my comments are springing from I'm just so freaking tired of workplaces. Tired. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Of workplaces viewing their employees as a resource to tap into. It's still <laughs> the Industrial Revolution model of... 
human beings are cogs in the machinery of production. And you don't you don't you don't control the production. You're just a cog. Yeah. You, you produce things and somebody comes and skims the cream off the top. Yeah. Um and and you're supposed to give most of your life to it. Because in those days, people were working six days a week. Well, I would argue that a lot of people are working six days a week now because yeah. because you, you give an employee a cell phone. They are therefore accessible to you all all the time. Have you seen the... Um, I don't know if there's... I think some of them are based on studies. Some of them are just articles that people are writing about. I should go and hunt them down. I'll, I'll tweet these out for when the show is going. That are about... Um, one of the interventions that people are, scientists and whoever is now starting to suggest is important in order for us to basically continue to be able living on the earth so we don't kill the earth, yes. which we are greatly in the process of doing, mm-hmm. is that we must go down to a three-day work week. Yes. Three or four-day work week. Yeah. Nothing and in more. our industrial revolution way of looking at things, that's yeah. slothful. Yeah. Right? You're not carrying your share of responsibility for an, the world. This is another inside out thing. It is. You see it? Yes. If you want to be able to have the earth continue engaging, if we want to be able to be engaging with the earth in a healthful cycle mm-hmm. that is sustainable, we have to slow the F down. Yes. Well, the old farmers knew this, right? They would have one of their fields would quote unquote lie fallow for a season Mm -hmm. and you planted it with clover because clover put nitrogen back into the soil which is what you needed to have the the soil restore itself so that it could provide nutrition in in a healthy way to the crop the next season so you rotated your fallow field Mm -hmm. so we still use the term rolling in clover Mm. well that's why that's where it that's where it comes from. Yeah. But I think that we need that. And I also know that when I'm teaching people, if I go past a certain number of hours without a break, nothing's going in anymore. No, absolutely. They need time to pause, to shift scene, to move their bodies, and to integrate what they've learned already. They need to move into a different mode. And if I go longer than a certain number of hours total in the day, it's not productive anymore. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. I can force them to I've, sit in the seats, but it's not going to, they're not taking anything in. I've also got so much experience, I'm sure you do too, that the learners self-select. You can build your schedule as much as you want, but people will start not you know, stampeding for the bathroom yep. or, you know, yep. begging for whatever. Or they just don't show up. They, the afternoon after the coffee break, they don't come back. Well, I remember I, I pushed the limit, even just when we were in our coach training once. And this is, we're all adults. We're all very much engaged. We all very much wanted to be there learning something we were all very engaged in. And I needed a break to integrate. And I went for a walk for a coffee. Thank you very much. Even if the break wasn't long enough, I was going to get that break and have that coffee and come back because I wanted to learn. It's this strange, um, I will take what I need so that I can actually do this right. Um, 
thing. And so a lot of it, I think, is subconscious. But what if we were to map that across to a personal level? So as facilitators, mm-hmm. we see this, right? Mm-hmm. We see yes. that people, we, you know, it's, it's important for us to actually structure things so that people will learn the most and get what they want out of it. That's that productivity piece again. Mm-hmm. Yep. But if we haven't structured it quite right, we will notice. You'll get if you're watching for it, you'll get the feedback of, oh, guess what? This is where the break needs to be because everybody's starting to break one yeah, way or another. They start yawning, they start coughing, yeah. they start getting up and going to the bathroom, getting coffee yeah. or yeah. whatever. So it's like whatever okay, it is. it's break time. Yeah. yeah. But that's watching other people. Do we watch ourselves the same way? <laughs> well, I find myself feeling guilty. If I don't have enough work hours of engaged work with a client on my schedule in a week, I start to think, oh my God, I'm not, 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 and then I, and I, but, but I know what feels optimal. Mm-hmm. I know when I need to get out and talk to people. And this is interesting as well that we, uh, I'm going to interrupt right here because um, for those of you who are just joining us, you're you're listening to Essential Conversations, and today uh, Rebecca and I, Luca, we're talking to one another um, as we do periodically. <laughs> we used to do it just to fill in, and now we do it because we have really we enjoy our own conversations. <laughs> I, I and I hope that everybody uh, who's living, listening out there, all that all of you enjoy it as much as we do, but we really enjoy these these conversations. So today we're talking about rest. So today we're yes. talking about rest and, and what that looks like for us. And and I was thinking about rest for me is uh, is w- w- things that I enjoy. Yeah. And and so I have a I have a friend who said to me last week that if she had to do what I do every day, she'd slit her throat. <laughs> oh boy! Wow! And, and I thought, but that is so true for her. If she truly, if she had to do what I do every day, she would slip her, slit her throat. And I've been into her work environment, and I know that if I had to do what she used to do every, because she's just retired, if I had to do what she used to do all the time, I wouldn't be a happy camper. I could, I could do a little bit of it, but, right. but you know. So, so I was also thinking about what it is in my fundamental nature. Right. And to me, a rest is when I get up from what I'm doing that I have to pay attention to. Mm-hmm. And I go, I go down for a cup of coffee. Mm-hmm. And I'm known for this, right? It's, mm-hmm. oh yeah, she'll be in the cafe this afternoon. So I go into the cafe and I say things to people like, what are you doing? <laughs> And what? Why? Because I'm really interested in why people. But that's not work to me. No, that's rest. Yeah, that's I get. I get to be go and be curious, and that's just it's fun to me. Mm -hmm. So rest can be a change of pace. It can be just just shifting your scenery. That you know, changes as good as a rest. We say right. Sometimes just going somewhere else is is good and i found also that when i broke my foot i my whole world slowed down mm-hmm. and that was a, a form of rest mm-hmm. i mean it was everything took more energy right <laughs> I'd, I'd, I'd have to have a rest from cooking dinner before i could eat it because i was right. exhausted but i also did everything slower and so i had a different view of the world right which was a kind of rest yes it is 
This is the thing. It's... <laughs> and maybe I needed okay. a rest. Maybe that's why I broke my foot. Do you remember why screensavers were invented? You need to rest the screen. <laughs> because, because the screen, if it had the same thing on it, it would get burned. It would get into burned that. into the screen. Yeah. 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 Um, the other day I was driving my new car and I needed to punch it. I needed to get past something in a quicker time. Well, not, not, and the, the car, not like one, two, boom, boom. No. <laughs> no. Just punch the gas. Yeah, I need to punch the gas. gas. <laughs> and, it, and it didn't respond the way that... I mean, it's a new car. It's, yeah. a, it's, it's a snazzy new machine. And it didn't respond the way that I expected it would when I really gave her. And my son, who's training as an uh, automotive technician, he said, well, mom, the computer's adjusted to what how you normally drive. So in other words, it's accommodating to the usual patterns. We get so used to our patterns... Routinized. We forget yeah. that we are mm-hmm. possible to do other. Yes, yes. <laughs> and possibly... Mm-hmm. To our benefit, and yeah. possibly for to the even get, productivity. We, we have to stretch. Why is productivity such a? I want to get into the root of that, Luca. Can we do that mm-hmm. now? What the heck is all of this about? All of the focus on flipping productivity yeah. about? Because I'll tell you what, this productivity stuff is only—it is a list someone created. Because there's yeah. a whole bunch. I'm on a rant right now. There's yes. a whole yeah, bunch yeah. of stuff yeah. that we engage in that falls under this label of "oh, that's unproductive." Yes. That is actually really freaking productive in just different yeah. ways. Yeah. Yeah. Who made that list? Who did we put in charge of that? And why the heck are we still letting them be in charge of that? Because I am over this. Well, I mean, over. we've been, you and I both, have been living to a, to a large extent outside of the norms of society. So, so we haven't been always going along with this, but we're discovering here that we still have dregs of this in the bottom <laughs> of our bucket that we didn't even know were there, or that we weren't, that I knew they were there. I wasn't paying. <laughs> I wasn't paying attention. We try to ignore them. Yeah, we, we try to ignore them, but, but them. the self talk is still doing it around around all of this, right? Yeah. Oh, I haven't put in enough hours today, or mm. oh, you know, that's that 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 schedule in my week is looking pretty thin. Um, but and how's that going to generate new business for me? But when I look at the the most important things I've done in my life, a lot of them have shown up. By by cir- happenstance, looks like happenstance. Mm-hmm. I think it's because it's a it's an energy thing. It's it's a law of attraction at work. But some things I work at. But I also know that if I have to work too hard at them, they're not sticking. It's not the right, right. thing for me to be doing because because otherwise I wouldn't notice that it was hard. Yeah. Um. The stuff where I work hard and I don't even notice it because it feels juicy. Right. That's. It's hard work, but it's not hard work. Right. Right? Yeah. It's, it's, so I, and, I, and I was thinking about how, how much we put into doing this show. Yeah, true. It's, we don't do it to be productive. No, not in fact. Methods. If that's why we were doing it, we'd have been out of it a long time ago. We've been at this for five years because it's fun. Yeah. But it's, it's not paid. We, we, we do it because it is a reward in itself. Yeah. And, so those and are really actually, important things. The the production, meaning like uh, the episodes that go up on online afterwards that you can find at essentialconversations.com, by the way. Yeah. Um, that's like the bonus. Yeah. That's not why we're doing it. That's no. like, the, oh, look, look over there. There's a big pile of episodes oh, that we've done. <laughs> how did we do that? 
We see, and we actually see that trust. And look, we while we weren't looking, all of that started to pile yeah, up, right? Got five, yeah. Ooh, look at that. All right. Yeah. I. It's time for us to go to a song. Perfect. Because we're getting ourselves all wound up around this too. <laughs> <laughs> we need a rest. All right. So the first song that I've got ready for us today is Paul Simon's "Quiet." So let's have a listen to this, and then we will rejoin um, Luca and I here in the studio. Well, in Luca's kitchen at the moment, actually. Yes, this is a, this is a kitchen table conversation, but it's um, good. Yes. You're listening to it coming out from the studio yeah. uh, in just a few minutes. The hunger of ambition for the change inside the purse. They are handcuffs on the soul, my friend. Handcuffs on the soul and 
Heading for a place of quiet Where the sage and sweet grass grow By a lake of sacred water From the mountains melted And we're back with Essential Conversations with Rebecca and Luca. And a quick reminder that um, we tweet out during the show. Um, and in this case, because it's pre-recorded, it'll be in, in uh, little chunks. Yeah. Um, but we do, um, we do tweet. So we have a Twitter account that is um, EssentialConv, which is Essence, T-I-A-L-C-O-N-V. And you can check in with that for... Um, the names of the songs that we've played and links to stuff juicy that, little morsels mm-hmm. that come up during our conversations and links and and yep. websites and all kinds of stuff like that. So and we love to hear from you and that's our that's the the avenue for you to get in touch with us if mm-hmm. you'd like to. Uh, we just listened to "Quiet" by Paul Simon. I love that song. It makes me feel so grounded. It makes things yeah. fall away. And uh, even the lyrics, it's a reminder of what is important and what is not. And um, can feel it in the small of my back, just the... Yeah, things oh, start to release, yeah, right? Yeah. It's a slowing down. It's like listening to a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. Um, Gregorian chants do that to me because mm-hmm. the it's slow and it's all to do with the breath. So one of the things that was on the list was connecting to art and nature. I mentioned about, you know, I've got a specific place in nature that does it for me. Yeah. But listening to, I have, I do have some specific songs that mm-hmm. are, they are beautiful and they are more than beautiful. They are this grounding and releasing or inspiring or reorienting. Or an invocation or an evocation. Yeah. And yeah. I, there are, that is art. That is one form of art. Um, Gregorian chants, you're saying that does it for you. Yeah. Um, and I, it always does it for me. Right. There are some pieces of music that I, I feel in the mood for. Right. But, but there are certain things, like there are for you, where it doesn't matter where right. I am in my life. If I play it, I feel better. They're like anchor points. In a way, yeah. And yeah. so even pieces of art, I've, I have collected, I mean, I have not had a budget in my life to afford um, handmade pieces of art, you know, painted by originals. So I can get, yeah, originals, yeah. that's yeah. the word I'm yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> That would yeah. be the word yeah, I'm looking yeah. for. Yeah. But copies or smaller <laughs> portions or yeah. images downloaded from the internet, I've, co- I've surrounded myself with things that speak to me <laughs> and... They are things that I can dive into to remember what I love and why I love it. And that's another kind of anchor point. Yeah. And that, so that is a form of rest. I, I, I mean, we're, we're in a way, we're, we're spending time today defining what rest can be. I right? liked that you identified that being in a space of curiosity is an enjoyable and therefore restful activity for you. Um, it, the spaciousness, because it's, it's very outward focused. It's not for it you. It's no. not serving any specific purpose. Mm-hmm. It is simply for the delight of witnessing another human being mm-hmm. that there's pleasure in it, which is probably why we love this show so much. Cause that's 
That's what, what we're doing. When, yes. we, when we have a yeah. guest on, yeah. on it, yeah. on the show. But it's, it's interesting because we do engage in curiosity in our work mode as coaches, as counselors, as a reader. Um, we, but that's for a purpose. It's like we're being curious, but we're also holding the, the knowledge of we're, we're, we're on task to find the threads that will be of most use and healing and development for this person that we are contracted to, to, to do that for. So curiosity for the sake of curiosity is a different beast. Yeah, yeah, it's like it a is. kitty cat. Well, you and, yeah, and I, but I think <laughs> that I do what I do for a living because I am a curious person. Yeah. And so I need my curiosity to be able to work and play. Yeah. And that's my curiosity playing. So when I go to another culture and I stand around leaning on the grocery cart in a grocery store in the middle of Germany somewhere, that's curiosity for me. I just get to stand there and absorb and watch what people are doing and, and um, how they're doing it because it's fun. But it's downtime. Yeah. That's, that's rest time for me uh, because I'm not doing my own grocery shopping, <laughs> you know, where I have to carry a list around in my head. And it's, a, it's a, just a different, it's a different animal. Um, and having to cook dinner is different than playing in the kitchen. Mm -hmm. And that's a restful thing for me yeah. also. Um, I was talking to somebody yesterday who was wearing a bright blue shirt. <laughs> and I said, oh, you're having a blue day today. And, and he said, I love blue. <laughs> I really love blue. He said, and it suits me. And then he said, well, but I really love green too. And... I really love yellow. <laughs> and then, so then we all turned around and said to him, well, basically you love color. Yes. But, but if you love color, mm -hmm. living in a world devoid of color is stressful. Rest is being able to have color around you. Yeah. It's so maybe there's an element of rest that is about slipping back into who we are, into authenticity, into um, that place where we don't have responsibilities or demands or, or um, a list, but, but, but where we just get to be. Maybe this is being. Yeah. And we'll all be according to our nature. I'm thinking about the things that get in the way. Of just being. Of, of us accessing these things that do give us rest, mm -hmm. that give us the pause, that give us that integration piece, that give us the processing piece. We've devalued it mm -hmm. because it doesn't look like much from the outside. We as a society. Mm -hmm. And then we internalize that. And so we've got... I think all of us have, because we, you and I, like we were just saying, the drugs still get us. We still have yep. this little thing on our shoulder yeah. that's like, look, look, you don't have much scheduled here. Look, you, it doesn't look like what other people are doing. And don't tell anybody you only work three days this week because <laughs> and they, what does that they even will mean? judge you. What, what does They'll even get scared for you. They'll like? whatever. Yeah. And what does work look like? Yes. 
And do we even always get paid for work? Yeah. Right? It's, I mean, there are times when I work and I'm not getting paid for it. And I know it's work. It's not just me being curious. It's work. Um, and I'm okay with that. Yeah. Um, not everything I do in this world has to be paid for as long as my needs are met. But yeah. I have needs for rest, too, and they need to be met as well. Like, it's very important to me that my home space be peaceful. Mm-hmm. And if it's not, if anything's going on, like I remember when there was construction going on across right. the street and it went on for months and months and months and months. Um, and I, at one point I had a drug addict living next door and, and he was a troubled, troubled soul Mm -hmm. and he was creating constant mayhem Mm -hmm. in, in the house that is, you know, a a matter of, you know, three, four meters away from me. I was not rested during that time because it was there all the time. So I know that in my life, my home has to be a restful place. I'm thinking about whether rest has become a point of privilege. I feel like it has, but there's such deep flaws in that. Well, and there's so many people who have a lot of privilege, quote-unquote privilege, what we would consider privilege in our culture, who aren't getting enough rest. They aren't getting enough rest. But I'm thinking right now to people who have less finances yes and who like the whole thing they have to work three jobs yeah where do you get rest buck up pull yourself up by your bootstraps all of this is is comes from a mindset that it's appropriate that we should have to work very very hard and not have rest if we are to make ourselves worthy or demonstrate worthiness of having some accessing rest rest. good god this is so twisted yeah and so people who, like, again, you were pointing out, say, homeless folks or people who are seriously struggling, um, <laughs> and we may judge them because they're not being productive members of society. Well, and how can they expect to have a roof over their heads if they don't work? And that kind of comment. Yeah. Um, in some ways, maybe they're living, I mean, it's how it's all in how you define what rest is, right? Maybe they're having... Maybe some people, and I get this a lot when I'm reading, this this lifetime may be a lifetime of rest for them. Hmm. Except does it feel like rest well, when you're on guard and you're out? It's, it's... I used to know a guy whose wife read. That's what she did when she wasn't, she had a, work, a job as, a, as an executive secretary. In those days they called it a secretary, but now she would be an admin assistant, right? And, and so she was organizing a, an office space and a person in it but when she came home she spent most of her time reading and there were people who said that's all she ever does you know it's escapism she's not doing anything with her life (laughs) and and I my immediate reaction to it was well maybe this lifetime is about her experiencing that opportunity to open a book and go into another place through the power of the word. And that's what this life is about for her. I can't judge. And again, who's to say that's not productive? We yes. know what reading yeah. does for yeah. our brains and for our spirit. Yeah. That woman probably has had some great wealth of knowledge 
Yes, and but even if she hasn't, she could have been reading for entertainment. It like it we don't uh, we don't know and we don't need to, right? But it's that that's what she wanted to do and it made her happy and peaceful. So many times we will our judgment and our pointing fingers and the fact that we would even notice somebody choosing to do a thing like that. Never mind us getting disgruntled about yes. someone choosing yeah. Yeah. to do something like that. It's based on the fact of how deep we've internalized what productivity means yes. in terms of character. But then we've still got that attached to this list of, but these are the things that are actually productive. We're ridiculous. We are absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't ultimately think it is productive. And what is productive anyway? Ah, this is um, the thing. Like, seriously. I'm and I I mean, then we can get off into many of the other topics that we've talked about in, in terms of, you know, economics and all kinds of things like that. But but I know, I know when I am not getting the rest I need. Mm-hmm. I, I, I label it as I need to decompress. Right. Or I need to pause. Mm-hmm. Or I need to... Uh, change my environment mm-hmm. um, like I need to go away for a weekend or in, right. in your case you need to go to your special park about restoration and, yeah, yeah 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 but but it's but how do we know when we're when mm-hmm. we're in deficit yeah right when we don't when we're not getting enough how do we know that because I think we have to pay attention to ourselves nobody else is going to do it for us so I've got a song Yes. It's actually a different one than I thought I was going to play here. Okay. It's by the same artist. Okay. So this is called The Sea Calls by Richard Hawley. Mm-hmm. So we're going to take a listen to this, and when we come back, we're going to go deeper into this. How do we know when we need to be choosing something that is actually going to be providing rest for our spirit? Signals are too 
men didn't make it on board with fire and the sword. Oh, honey, I've got to go. Can you hear the winds blow? Shakes your spirit and your soul. I've tried to stay true and stay on land, but the call of the ocean is so hard to ignore. So I'm leaving your door. Oh, honey, I've got to go. With a black sail, and the wind howls and ghosts sway. Dead men they don't buy. The faces haunt me at night. I've got to go. Sound of the shore shakes your spirit and your soul. I've dreamed of sailing the oceans, gathering all golden dead trees in the heart, the way they burn it warms the heart. Got to go. The years passed. We traveled and sailed west. I'll buy you a new dress and all of my gold. Free spirit and your soul. Got to go. Can you hear the wind blow? Six is through and you say, I got to go. So that was The Sea Calls by Richard Hawley. Welcome back to Essential Conversations with Rebecca and Luca. 
we're talking about how to know when you need rest. And I feel like even the theme of that song, it's like the viscera tells us. And all of us have different things that equal rest to us. But you do know, you know, that feeling of I need to escape. And maybe that's not because you don't know how to cope. Maybe that's actually your ping. That's going. Coping. Yeah. That's it's going, your alive and well coping, coping system saying now. And saying change gears, as yes. you said. Otherwise, yep. we're just yep. trying to live life like we're driving a car in the same gear all the time. Yep. That doesn't work. It's not realistic. It's not what our bodies are meant to do. It's not our minds mm-hmm. are meant to do. Nobody is actually supposed to live that way, even though all of these... Sayings well, that we've got in society. That way. No. So, it's change gear. Change gear. Okay, so, either shift down a gear or shift up. Sometimes Just you have to change shift it. up. Just change it. Um, and sometimes we have to stop and go into neutral. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this was productive. It was productive today. It was productive. But it was productive yes. through play. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and we're curious about this. We're always curious about this. Yeah. So, um, we're uh, just to to complete today. I, as you're listening to this, I'm up in White, Whitehorse. Um, I do that. I go on the road. So if there's anybody out there listening today, if any of you would like me to come out on the road somewhere, um, that's always a possibility. So contact me. Mm-hmm. Um, and Rebecca, you're still looking for. I'm accepting p- some owners new clients. Uh, oh yeah, you're, you're accepting new. We're both accepting new <laughs> clients at the moment, and you're also looking for a big house that yes. somebody would like to Many of them. enter into an interesting, yeah. creative house sharing owning kind of scheme with you and they should come and talk to you more. Yes, Blossom Co-housing Project. So the it's a yeah. concept for getting single families into larger homes, sharing them, sharing the rent, solving part of the rent problems here in Vancouver. Yes. Yeah. So that is a lifelong passion for you. Yeah. And until next week. I wonder what's around the corner. Essential Conversations is brought to you courtesy of Luca Halleck's Power Sorcerer. And Rebecca Mears, Certified Coach. Increase your awareness, expand your options, empower yourself. Luca can be reached at www.lucahallux.com. I light the fires that light a thousand more. Connect with Rebecca at catchingfire.ca.